Hey, today we heard talking about things that you value, where you put your time, this hustle culture that's kind of killing us all, and how to kind of rebalance yourself, refocus, you know, as we finish out um, this, the craziness of this year, I think it's so important that we go into 2020 with this new idea of what we value. Cause I, I do not wonder at all if people's belief systems have been shook because of what happened over the last year. And so if we want to start being true to ourselves, to what we value, to where we value putting our time this could be the first step because I think it's just all about recognizing where you are and where you want to be. And then you can start to assign the time differently. Let's go. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough, that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You found it. Let's go ahead and get started with our great things. I'm actually, if you go over to the Facebook group and that group is called the death of a dream reborn um we interact a lot there a lot 
Um, we interact there. And I actually had a listener. I had two listeners that posted their great things. So I'm going to go ahead and use those today for our great thing. Because, uh, yeah, why wouldn't I? You know, if I can find it, I'm going to use it. Yes, here it is. Um, so this one came from Melissa. I'm trying to get better at this and I'm finding that a lot of my great things are work related. I need to change this up because that's lame. LOL. <laughs> totally feel that. <laughs> my great thing comes from Sunday of this past weekend. I've been hunting for over 10 years and have relied on my husband to take care of the processing my deer and I help. Sunday, I processed my own deer and he guided me. I felt very empowered after doing this. Now, Melissa's great thing, you know, that independence portion where it's like, I could do this on my own. I want to do this on my own. Not that she has to, right? Her husband was still right there. There probably is no reason that she would ever have to take that step, but finding where you want to sit in life, finding this place where you become independent, where all things, and I do love the second side of what she said, that her great things only come from work. Because I think, you know, so often that's so true. We find the only place that we can find value in who we are and what we give to this earth is in our workplaces, which it definitely is an easier tie there, right? Definitely is easier to find things, right? You made money, you you produced worth, you, you delivered in the way that our capitalist society is asking you to deliver. So it's easy to find and assign greatness to that. And I love how Melissa pushed the bar here. She pushed herself to find something great within her day that was outside of her workplace. And that's important because we have value regardless of the monetary value assigned, right? There are great things in what we do, even if we make no money doing it. I know. Did that just take your breath away a little bit? Ooh, ooh, Hannah, you are delivering it today. But seriously, think about that. Think about how we're kind of tricked into believing that that's the only way we produce worth. And how our minds force us to go to that place where we don't do things. Gosh, I was just in a group the other day and um, the moderator was, no, one of the people had posted that they really just wanted to sit and watch Netflix, but they had to get this art piece done, blah, 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 blah. And what, why do they just want to watch Netflix all day? Right. And I commented what, Maybe you just want to watch Netflix, right? And then there's this whole thing. But my point is, sometimes, and almost 100% of the times, our bodies are asking for what it needs. And the longer 
that you have to take in that space, right? The longer that you commit to that thing and the longer that you put it off, the longer your body is going to take to kind of relieve that pressure, right? So if your body is saying like, let's watch Netflix today and you're like, no, and then you give it another week and it asks again and you say no and you go four weeks before you finally give in. Well, it's been asking for four weeks straight. Now you're finally going to relax. Now you're finally going to rest. Your body, right, has overproduced this need for this seemingly silly, insignificant, unworthy activity. But is rest important? Right? Because Netflix isn't taking a nap, okay? But it is taking a mental break. Is that important? Yes. And that was my message to the group. Your body isn't asking for something it doesn't need. You can hustle and grind and try to beat it, but it'll catch up with you. And it will either catch up with you in a way where it just like derails you forever, or it will impact whatever it is you're trying to create or produce. And it will make you not as effective as you would have been had you just taken a freaking break, right? And so for what Melissa said is her great thing is like, we have to start finding greatness in things that lie outside of just the normal capitalist environment of which we're told is the only thing that holds value, right? There's value in rest. There's value in hunting. There's value in your hobbies. There's value in doing these things and watching Netflix and taking naps. There's extreme value in them. And your body and mind wouldn't ask for something it doesn't need. And what I'll tell you is if you just did the Netflix, you might just binge for one day instead of wanting and needing to binge for 12, right? Sometimes we just put things off for so long that once we get them, it it becomes this like binge moment where we're taking it all in because we aren't sure when we're going to get it again, right? And so that's what our body does with rest when we finally gift it it has to like overclaim that space. Absolutely. So Melissa, thank you so much for your great thing. Um, I think it's, it's so amazing to just see people's minds shift. I love what Melissa pointed out um, because it is, it's so important that we start finding value, not only in the typical confines of value, that we also start just finding value in things that we enjoy doing just for the sake of doing them, right? And double kudos because Melissa freaking processed her own deer. And I've seen this happen um, many, many times. And that's not a freaking joke. 
if you could do that all by yourself, that's, that's like a million great things. Melissa, you don't have to do great things for the next three weeks. So I'm just saying you could take a little bit of a break. <laughs> okay. At, you can always head over to our Facebook community. That is a private community. So anything that you share there um, hangs out there in that space. If you don't want me to share it on the podcast, um, I don't have to. But I think it's so amazing. And I promise I'll never use any last names or like crazy identifiers here. But it's amazing. It's amazing to see people shift their own beliefs. It's amazing to see people as they work through this, as they start to make greatness grounding a part of their day or a part of their week, um, to see how challenging that thought is. Right. And then to see how you realize what Melissa did is that like my greatness only lies here and it should lie in other places in my life. So I love that she brought that to us and I really appreciate that perspective and the fact that she could process her own deer because um, holy crap, if there's ever been a better person for this community, I can't think of who it is. Wow. Okay, I can't remember what I titled this episode on Facebook Live. <laughs> Dang it. You really, you can't see the titles. And then sometimes I just like, I get on a whim and I'm like, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. And then I'll title the episode. But I never, I never know. <laughs> sometimes I remember. Okay. I'm still not sure what we named it, but here we go. So on this topic of rest and just really thinking about what that means and how we do that and the value of that work, right? And it is, it is work. The, our hustle society as we all walk through this world and we see people who just like never rest, who are always doing, 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 doing. And I myself have fallen into that world before um, because that's kind of what's expected. You're supposed to be super mom. You're supposed to be super employee. You're supposed to eat, sleep and breathe pain and sacrifice and giving and go until you can't see straight anymore. And I'm just wanting to challenge that today and really every day, but especially today, because for me, it's about finding a new balance. <laughs> hey, new balance. If you are looking for any um, influencers, I got you. Okay. Just because of that one shout out. So if you are looking for new balance, here's the thing. Balance doesn't happen. And it definitely doesn't happen when we don't question what's going on, right? And stand back and ask ourselves what we want in this moment. What does it look like for us to be successful here? Because a lot of times we just, like I had just adopted 
what the successful people before me look like. And so I want you to think about this, whether you are leading people um, knowingly or unknowingly, but if people are watching you, I want you to think about the example that you're setting because people will follow that as an outline for what's expected for their life. So if you are leading people, right, people are looking at you. And if you're sending emails at 3 a.m., if you're working all through the night, if you are skipping dinner and lunches and, you know, working yourself to the bone, people are going to feel weird to not live in that culture if that's the culture you're creating. And while a lot of people who lead like that will say like, no, you don't have to. At the end of the day, the people who are following you, the people who are seeing you are going to do that because you're the epitome of success. You're the person, right? And so some people will be like, bah, bah humbug. I'm not doing that. But real motivated people will see that as the example and they will carbon copy it and they will basically model all of the behaviors that you're setting in front of them, whether they need to or not. They'll be like, this is how I have to get ahead. I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay up at 3 a.m. and just send emails for the sake of sending emails. I'm going to, you know, overshow my commitment. I'm going to draw my line in the sand here. I am going to be this person. And you don't just model it off of something that you haven't already seen. So usually for me, I know it looked like I was modeling things off of how I was coached. As a college athlete, I was modeling things off of bosses that I had had. And so that looked like a world of pain and overproduction. And I clung to that. I really did because for me, it was like, if I slowed down, people wouldn't see my value. My value is only in the fact that I hustle, right? It's only in the fact that I work harder than everybody else. If I don't do those things, if I don't eat, sleep, and breathe, and never sleep, I'm not going to be able to produce value because that's the only value I add. And I had to question that, really show up and make sure that I was aware of my idea of value in this world and really make sure that I didn't stand for that if if it wasn't appropriate right like it's not it's not just appropriate for me because this is the way that the world works and because I can because eventually I can wears out right like you get burnout you I don't know just end up not seeing anyone in your day Um, and eventually you start to question it or you never do. And you just press the gas pedal down as fast and as furious as you can 
the second that you do question it, right? You're just like, no, 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 no. We're supposed to be busy. This is how this works. This is hustle. This is good. This is what's meant for me. Keep going. Go faster, faster, faster. Don't slow down. Don't slow down. Do not slow down ever. Go as fast as you possibly can. And I had to take a step back and really look at the value that I was providing outside of that being my identity, right? Like maybe I could provide more value if I was just in places, like if I was fully there, if I wasn't somewhere else when I was there, um, maybe, maybe. I could be a whole person there. And maybe that would actually be better. And so for me, it was like, okay, so let's stop putting hustle on the pedestal and let's start putting intention on a pedestal. And coincidentally, that was my word for this year. And it's so funny because there couldn't have been a better word, you know, my intention going into everything really was to be present and it got it it became really out of balance to hustle until i couldn't see straight anymore right that became so unaligned with my life and the way that it was working and not that i don't still hustle cuz like hey good people have you noticed there's a lot of production that goes into this daily show that most people only do once a week or once a month. So like, I'm not telling you to sit on your hands and do nothing. I'm telling you to look for the balance in your life and to realize sometimes the value that you get from something is not going to be monetary. Like, there's no one that cared. No one said like, oh, Hannah, you're really unpresent today. It would be lovely if you would join us. It seems like you're off in another dimension. No one said that. No one noticed. I actually was so good at it that I could be, I could be in 12 different places at once. Nobody noticed. Um, but as soon as I started questioning it, I started to notice how unpresent I was. And, you know, that's a pretty easy thing. Presence, it seemed like it wouldn't be, but for me, so I was listening to a speaker the other day and my mind would start to wander. And I would start to plan for something else, start to go to that place where I wasn't in my physical place, right? Mentally, I would excuse myself. And I had to mentally pull the reins. Like, hey, sis, no, 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 no. We're not escaping this. No. And then start to question, like, why, mind? Why are you trying to escape from this moment, right? And and that doesn't have to look like, oh, I'm listening to a speaker. And then I start thinking about the next thing. That could look like, oh, I'm sitting at a party and no one's talking to me. So I get on my phone, right? And a lot of times we're using those kind of scapegoats as abilities to transfer out 
of our presence because sometimes presence gets super uncomfortable, right? Like you wander into conversations you don't want to be in. You, right? How many things do you do that sometimes you're present and wish not to be? But for me, I wasn't present and I was very conscious of that. Very conscious, very sure and certain that I, it was the only way for me to be successful. And so I started to tell her that there are other ways. There have to be. And so that just looked like me really honing in what I valued. Because a lot of us are sitting here and our values will look like this. Oh my gosh, the top thing, the top thing for me is family. No question. Family over all things. Right? And I would have said the same exact thing. Family. Love my kids, love my husband, family. But my actions didn't follow that at all. If that was the top thing that I valued, right? So start to think about that. Because for me, I had put all of these things over valuing money. But all of my actions aligned with money, right? The things that I focused on, the things that I put most of my time in were in the conventional forms of value. And so if if I had to align my list by what I put the most time in, money would go to the top all day long because anything that produced money or anything that could produce more money deserved most of my time and everything else took a backseat to that. No question. And if you're sitting here and going, oh, wow, wow, Hannah really sounds like a great person. She put her whole entire family in the backseat for money. Um, yeah, I did. Because I didn't know that there was any other way to survive. Because I was told to value money and production over everything. That's all that I saw. That's all that was taught and told to me. Is that like what's most important is that you get a job and that you pay your bills. And so when that's the most important thing to you, that's a longer standing belief than family, right? And family's always been there, but for me, it was kind of like, yeah, you have your family, but you have to be able to feed your family. And so this thing always has to come first. And, and let's go ahead and layer on something else is that like, you also have to be successful. And for me, not having my own definition of what success looked like right? Success look like making money, more money, every single day, more money. Any way that we can make more money, that's where we should put in our time and we should keep doing that. And if it meant that we were going to get a bonus at the end of the year, but we had to just kill ourselves for 365 days, 
it would be worth it. Keep killing yourself. Keep going. This, this puts you on a ladder of success and value, right? That you've been looking for. So just keep killing yourself. And I don't know. I just, I, I guess I thought that I was doing what I was supposed to do to be successful, to show up in the world as I was being called. I guess I thought that this is what you were supposed to do, right? And this isn't like to villainize money because I'm here for it. I'm here for all the money. If money came pouring into my lap today, I'd be grateful. But I... I look at it like this. I had to get happy and understanding of what actually produces my value, of what things are most important to me, and not just like the the cute list that you put together at work so that people think that you put your family first, because it's BS. Right? Most of the people who put family on top of their list lied all day long because they know that they would stay here instead of go to a ballet, right? They know that they would, maybe they'd go to the ballet the first time, but if something came up later in the month, there's no chance they would be there, right? And I don't think that we get to this place where we find value in those outside things overnight. So you're not going to listen to this podcast and be like, huh. But what I do want you to do is to structure that list of the things you value based on where you put your time. Instead of the things we value in quotation marks, right? And the hierarchy list. First off, it's ever moving, right? But I really want you to start understanding that we are putting value in things, in this idea that the only value is production, the only value is what we're worth monetarily, and it's wrong. It's not true, right? You provide so much value to this world. You provide so much Love, you're a gift, you're a light, you are a friend, you're a mom, you're a sister, you're a wife, you're a spouse, a significant other, you're whatever, right? And those things provide value. And I know that that's a hard concept to grasp, um, especially those of you raised in the harder core of middle class values is like it's really hard to grasp that you would be anything outside of what you produce, right? Like, oh yeah, work and then die. And it's gotta be about more than that. Cause I can see us all. I can see us like burning out and masking smiles and skipping the thing that we said we were not going to skip. And waking up and answering the emails and doing all the things just to get a $20 bonus and a turkey at the end of the year. Like, 
I want you to just get specific about your list and the way that it actually lives. Because we're making lists based on what we're told we should value most, right? We should value family most, no question. But I think when you make that list, right? You can go ahead and make two lists today. Make the list of the one that you you think. And then I want you to make the second list of where you actually, if it was based on where you spent your time, what are the things that you value most? right? So the first list is the things that you value most, right? And the second list is based on how you distribute your time. What are the things you value most? And that second list may pain you a little bit, but I think the beautiful thing is we can't really get to a better place if we aren't willing to call out what's going on. And I love that we love sitting here and saying like, oh, I love my family that's it for me, my family. I do all the things. But if we aren't actually doing all the things, right? If we aren't actually putting in that time, we know that we're inauthentic and that may create bigger pain for us. So go ahead and make those lists today. See where your time divvies up. And if you want to head over to the community, you can go ahead and share those lists. Um, I know mine has drastically changed. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Hey, want to check out more on the death of a dream and on me, your host. Uh, you can head over to hannahness.com. That's where you'll find everything, everything that there is to know about me, the work that I do and about where the death of a dream comes from. We have blog posts there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which is basically just a guide on how you navigate through the things that we talk about every week. So head over there. You can also find all of my beautiful guests over on my Instagram. We have YouTube. We have the book. We got all the things. If you want to connect, you have questions, you need more help than we've given you on the podcast, go ahead and head over there. I'd love to connect with you.